0: you <laughs> Welcome back, you guys, to the All Things Reality TV podcast. We have not been on here for a while. A lot has changed since our original um, cast analysis for Big Brother 23, and we are here to talk about everything that happened and rank our top five players that me and Champagne think are going to win this game. And it's a little bit of a difference of opinion, but we'll (laughs) get into that later.
1: I'm so excited to be back and talking Big Brother 23. I've been obsessed with the lives, probably been on there at least two to four hours every single day I'm a little crazy about it but I feel like that's where you get all the insider info like all the stuff you don't see on the show you see on the live feed so I feel like I really benefit off of that and this is only the second time I'm watching big brother live my second season and this is the first season I'm really using my platform all things reality to really recap the entire season so I am so excited to Start talking about Big Brother twenty three and our thoughts.
0: Props to you and props to anyone who has the time to watch the live feeds. <laughs> Thank you. That's too boring for me personally. No, that's the I thing. Only watch you the edit say episodes. No,
1: that's the thing. You say it's too <laughs> boring for you, but there's some tried juicy watching them moments. moments. I got Paramount
0: Plus. I got Paramount Plus. I tried watching it once and it was just too boring for me. Okay, um, but you probably
1: watched it when Frenchie wasn't in the house. When Frenchie was in the house, those live feeds, I was glued. I, I think I stayed on there for four hours when Frenchie exposed the slaughterhouse. It was crazy.
0: Okay, you know what, Champagne? Honestly, I know this might be an unpopular opinion, I think just because the bar was so low, everyone was saying the season has been really good for Big Brother, but I'm kind of bored. Like, (laughs) these last two weeks, when there's like a clear, obvious target, it's just so boring to me.
1: No, I completely agree, and I'm getting a lot of mixed feedback from what people are saying on my TikTok. They're saying, oh, this is the best cast Big Brother has ever seen. Or they're saying i just really can't get into this cast people are saying they're loving this season so far and people are saying that they just find it a snooze fest so it's really hit or miss so far
0: i mean it's i think it's just because there's so many alliances that are just overlapping that are protecting each other and there's just a couple house targets available like first it was frenchie then it was brent and then now um potentially whitney so there's so many different options that are now gone, you know what I mean? Now that those easy house targets are gone, hopefully that the next two weeks are going to get spicy.
1: I think after jury, I think it's going to get really, really spicy because that's when all the alliances are going to have to turn on each other. What, the cookout is an alliance of six, the queens and the aces, uh, the royal flush, that's like literally an alliance of eight people. So after jury, I think it's definitely going to be a lot more cutthroat, so... I'm Thank having my
0: hopes. That's, that's what I like Big Brother. It's like, what I like any reality TV show for is the cutthroat aspect of it. And the last yes. few seasons of Big Brother have really been missing that. And these first few weeks have been missing it as well. I want to see tears besides Britney's. I don't really care for Britney's Oh, tears. my God. Britney's, I want to see real tears. I want to see tears that I can empathize with. I want to see... <laughs> I, I hope Brittany leaves soon. That's probably so mean. I hope she leaves. No,
1: I agree too. And I feel like a lot of people just pity her because of her story. Um, I love that she's spreading like awareness of autism. And she's uh, and accomplished amazing. so and much. No
0: hate no hate to her for for her condition. Right. Um, being autistic. Absolutely. It's so rave of her to go on a platform like this. But I just... Her raps annoy me so much. That's the reason I don't I, like her. There's
1: just something about her... I don't know how to say it. Her just presence that's a little... Too much for me to handle, and I'm a big was, personality,
0: and so like are you. Late? Yeah, there was a live feed clip of like, it was like Xavier and like somebody else in the room, and they were like talking, and like she like busted in and like yelled something, and then it was just silent, and they were like, um "Can you give us a second And she was like, "Oh, uh, yeah." <laughs> she and just, it was just
1: can't read the room,
0: <laughs> and I feel so bad because I mean that's like a. Um, When you have autism, it's hard for you to pick up on social cues. So I don't want to ever give her hate for something that she can't control and probably something she's working towards improving. But all that aside, as a character, I am over her. Just the raps alone makes me not want to support her.
1: (laughs) So who are you rooting for then?
0: I think, I mean... Rooting for and who I think is going to win are very different things. 100 um, percent, me too. I love Claire just because she's a Big Brother and Survivor yes. super fan, and she watches the challenge too. She said that on the live feeds. I did watch a <gasps> clip
1: or two, Ooh.
0: and so the fact that she's into that kind of stuff really makes me want to root for her. Me, I feel like I'm watching myself, a version of myself, someone like me in yes, their playing the game. I
1: completely agree, and that's why I feel like claire has got the attention of all the big brother super fans because we're like that is us and we mm-hmm. want to see big brother super fans on there we don't want to see these models these recruits we're over and she it, replaced okay? christy
0: who was mod- a model her. And, and guys about christy i was telling to oh about this earlier. spill the
1: tea because i want to know i'm dying christy
0: was throwing mad shade towards um claire on twitter People were, like, like if there was, like, any hate tweets I saw when someone said, like, it'd be so spicy if Christy was here. Claire's so boring. Or, like, stuff like And she was, like, liking all those tweets and, like, saying, thank you guys. Like, love you. Like, she's just bitter. Like... Christy cannot play at the level that Claire is playing at. Claire is within these alliances. She's maneuvering her way through the she's game properly. She's very
1: under the radar right now, but she's also very strategic, and she strategically put herself next to Tiffany. And Tiffany is definitely running the game, but I think mm-hmm. from a very low-radar perspective. Whereas you see Sarah Beth, she's gunning for Hannah very openly. Tiffany, on the other hand, is just pulling people aside, having private conversations, planting seeds around the house. I think Tiffany's definitely doing it very strategically, whereas Sarah Beth just outwardly talking about her target as Hannah agreed, might agreed. end up biting her in the
0: butt. Tiffany has just like aligned herself so well with every oh, single aspect of the house. And the way she subtly pushes targets under the bus rather than doing it outright, as you said in comparison to Sarah Beth, is just talent it's like probably one of the best modern games of big brother we've seen in so long like absolutely it's so she was going
1: for Frenchie when Kylan was HOH when Xavier was HOH she was trying to get Brent as long as the rest of the house was trying to get Brent too but just week by week you see her just slowly planting those seeds and those seeds working
0: mm-hmm. for sure and also
1: she's in two different alliances so I definitely see Tiffany as one to go very far if People don't catch on to her.
0: And not only is she in two different alliances, she's in the the two alliances. Like, the Royal Flush and the Cookout are, like, the alliances that are running the house. So the fact that she was able to be a part of those, and not only be a part of those, but be, like, the the center point of those alliances, is just insane. Like, she's aligned herself so well, it's crazy to me how well Mm -hmm. she's able to do that. And I feel bad because if you guys listen to our cast analysis, I predicted that she could potentially be like Natalie Cole from Survivor 37. Because she
1: said she was controlling.
0: She said she was controlling in a CEO. But I guess she's way better. It was based off what she said, but clearly she's controlling in a way better way than any of us could expect. She's low-key controlling. And Mm -hmm. she, I I wish she was my CEO. I would kill to work for her because (laughs) she seems like she knows how to manage people in a right way to get them in the right place to do what she wants to do. And I I'm eating my words right here. I did that so many times honestly. Like my predictions were so Oh long. yeah. A couple of them were right. A couple of them were right. Same. But like Tiffany really surprised me. She was a really pleasant surprise for me.
1: Right. And so I want to know, Leth, what was your reaction to the opening night? We got the jokers, the aces, the queens, the kings, and we also got this wild card option. So I was what you, bored. what's your take on that? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I thought it was pretty boring. I thought it was kind of- Are you dumb. talking about that the first only... episode? Yeah, for the opening night. Um, I like the wild card competition. I like how I someone who, they're next on the line, they can win. But I don't like how it's like, sometimes it's like weird twists to get safety. Like Claire- It this almost week...
1: seems rigged
0: in a way. In a... Potentially it could be like how Claire had the choice to either save her whole team for a week or get safety for two weeks till jury. Whereas who won the previous week? Somebody had the option to switch to get their safety, which was so dumb for me. Because that puts a huge target on your back for no reason.
1: I think that was Sarah Beth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so too.
1: But yeah, no, I, that's what I'm saying. A couple of these wild cards, definitely one... Some are more beneficial and the other ones are kind of lackluster. So I feel like it could almost play an effect of production. Kind of rigging it. Not really, but... I mean, to have two weeks of safety, making it to jury guaranteed is... Huge, and yeah, of course, I had to be Claire, and I'm and so I was happy it was happy. Claire. Same, I like, kind of wanted
0: Whitney, Whitney to win. Tell me why I was rooting for Whitney this week. No, I, it... I never thought I'd be cheering for the blonde white woman, but <laughs> here I am, like the bland blonde white woman. Here I am cheering for her. Like, I want her to win HOH, I wanted her to go for the Kings, I wanted her to win the, the wild card comp, and then she lost, and now she's on the block, which is really disappointing.
1: Well, I feel like we're rooting for Whitney, it's because week after week there's a house target and there's a clear house target. And we want that house target to win, to create more drama, to create more paranoia. Cause week after week, the strategy has been go after the house target, which for us is a snooze fest, but for them inside the house, you could see it as the best strategic move. Cause it wouldn't really piss anyone off.
0: And that's kind of the same thing with like how Sarah Beth was trying to go after Hannah. Like, Although I hated the game move for trying to go for her for, as a viewer, because I love right, Hannah. Me too. I It's a really smart game move for Sarah Beth, because she's at the bottom of the Royal Flush Alliance, so the fact that she's trying to go for Hannah and set herself up, because she knows that Whitney will be a target next week, and it was so smart of yep. her to try to push for that instead of
1: Whitney. No, 100%. She's definitely playing for herself, but then you got this cookout alliance with Hannah in it, so... It's going to be really tricky how these two main alliances kind of overlap. And the fact that some of these people just aren't in either, like Brittany. Brittany's not in either of these alliances. And there's other people that just aren't in neither of these alliances. So I could definitely see...
0: Yeah, well, we know Brittany's not going to make it very far. Who but, knows? I mean, that's... She could just...
1: float. She could float.
0: Yeah, but I mean, and like the same thing is kind of like... Okay, also is... Hannah in the cookout, like, she wasn't a part of the founding. I was confused. It was was originally the
1: five, and then actually Aza on the live feed slipped up and said the cookout. And so Aza kind of, she kind of, like... Why didn't
0: they show that? They 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 didn't show that, yeah. they, They did a horrible job of communicating that to, like, the casual viewer, I guess, which is myself. Right. Where, like... They said, oh, she's, like, under our, like, wing. Like, we're going to, like, keep an eye out for her. And then she's in the cookout suddenly. Like, they just I thought, oh, because she's black, she we we'll just assume she's in it.
1: Well, yeah. Low key. <laughs> I mean, I was confused I just think they why done a better she job of... wasn't in the cookout in the first place. I mean.
0: I was, too, but they should have done a better job of communicating Right. That. So, basically, like, kinda Aza
1: kind of slipped up. And so, Aza kind of had to recuperate and then basically bring her into the cookout. Makes sense. But I like Hannah, so it works out for me. I, I
0: love Hannah too. I love her a lot. And also that um segment she had on the Sunday episode, um, of what, week four, where she was trying to pitch herself safety to Christian was amazing. Even though it didn't work. <gasps> yeah. It, it was still like so I was like, genius. even I was I was like, ooh, yeah, Hannah, you're right. Whitney will be a target next week. Oh, yeah, you will watch her back. Or you will watch Christian's back. You're right, that's so smart. Like, the way she was was so convincing and the fact that she's only 21 years old and is able to pitch like that is is crazy. I
1: wonder, is she a Big Brother fan? I really do want to... She
0: is for sure because in her in her preseason interview, I remember she was both of our winner picks, right? And or one of our winner picks, and she was saying like the way she was speaking strategically going into it, she hundred percent is a fan. Like no way, she's not a fan.
1: Good, that gives me hope because hey, I'm twenty, about to be twenty one next year, so that gives me hope. And I just want to hang out I'll with I'll be cheering her. for you. I want to hang out with Hannah and Claire. Like, can we make this, like, I after this season? I want to be friends season?
0: with Hannah and Derek X. Derek <gasps> X look pretty cool, I too.
1: love Derek X. He is so chill. Like, I just feel like he could just vibe with, like, any person you put him with. He's just there. I don't know. Yeah. I really like him. But there's some big targets out there that I'm assuming are probably going to go home. You got the showman's, Christian and Alyssa. And then you got... Derek X has been talked about. Now you got Hannah on the block, Sarah
0: Beth. I think after this week, the clear target is going to be Christian and Alyssa, which I I love. So I think if Christian and Alyssa are the the target next week, I think the power will shift back towards um, Derek X and Hannah more so, where Derek X won't be a target as much. He might be able to slip back under the radar. Same with Hannah. If the, the house goes to targeting Christian and Alyssa, I feel like.
1: Right. I really want Hannah and Derek X to be a showman. I, th- I mean, think they, they kind of are. are. A I'm not really. I think they're a flirt because sometimes on the live feeds I see Hannah like. I actually, to be honest, I don't see them on the live feeds together a lot, and I feel like they do that strategically mm-hmm. so they don't assume that
0: they're a showman. And it's smart. Like it, the fact that they're even doing that is smart. You can see that. Alyssa and Christian aren't very smart. They are clear. They're like hooking up, right like not locking the door in the HOH room. They're doing it in front of everyone. Like they're not very strategic about how they're hiding no. their relationship. I feel like Christian and Alyssa are more like a basic showman, showmance, maybe one of those BB19 horrible showmances that just like suck. Uh, yeah. Whereas a uh, Derek X and Hannah showmance is more like a Tyler and Angela from Angela. season twenty, yep. where they went really far.
1: Also, talking about showmances on the live feeds. It's all over. Whitney and Xavier.
0: What?
1: No, when I've told you like the past week, this is also... I want Whitney out, by the way. This should be no secret. Whitney is very <laughs> sus. Um, I see her on the live feed. She's just rubbing like lotion on her hand. And then she's rubbing Xavier up and down the arms, Well, if the they're legs. hooking up, why is that an issue? Because she does it in front of the entire house. Like they'll literally be... In like, they'll just have a casual conversation, and she's just on her knees, just rubbing him. It's very awkward. And then this whole week, <laughs> she's been cuddling up with Xavier, but I don't know. Maybe Xavier's into it. Maybe he's just doing that to be nice, because most likely she's going to go home. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you know what really pissed me off, though, is when Ozza volunteered herself to <gasps> the block for Brittany. We need to talk what about was that. that.
1: Because... Any BB fan knows you do not want to go on the block, period, even as a pawn because statement is pawns go home. Everyone knows that. And for her to just volunteer herself, yeah, I get it. She's in the cookout. She has, what, five other people to back her up. Still, like, it's just a very emotional decision. And we're just realizing now that she's a very emotional player, which... Mm -hmm. I don't think is going to work out for her in the future. Yeah,
0: And it's really sad because going into it, I loved her. Like, I loved Same. her vibe. I loved how she presented herself in the I preseason agree. stuff. But then just the fact, like, she kind of just got put into the cookout alliance. And then she was trying to stick up for Brittany because Brittany was sad all the time because she was on the block. Like, I mean, Brittany aligned herself so clearly with Frenchie. And then that's just, like, what she gets. Because clearly Frenchie mm-hmm. was not going to be a ride or die person that you want to stick by. So, right. Like, I think she really just made that mistake early on, and she's still suffering for it two weeks later, and the fact that Ozza volunteered herself to go on the block when her own alliance member was on the block shows me that the cookout alliance might not be as close as we think they are. Uh, It doesn't seem like they're making decisions together like a real alliance should.
1: Right, I totally agree with that.
0: Why would you volunteer yourself to go on the block when your own alliance member is the HOH? why would you not want to keep the power in your court as an alliance to have the votes to go your way? And then also two other members didn't want Brittany to go on the block and then Xavier still did it. So, I mean, it's clear that there's fractures in that alliance and that uh-huh, they're not I as agree. strong as you might think they, be, they would be.
1: And I think the fracture all starts with Aza and that's why I think if this cookout were to ever go a little crack, I think Azza would be the first one out because the, sure. we had that segment where Aza and Tiffany – Azza called out, why were you and Derek X going after Brittany in that wild card competition? And Tiffany was just like, that shouldn't matter because the target is Brent. Yeah. And they just came to a realization that they just play the game differently. Mm-hmm. And I think if there was a crack, they would go for Aza first after yeah. before anyone else so yeah. i think and also aza was really high on my list coming in i have not seen much of a social game from her Mm-mm. i really haven't i haven't seen much of a strategic game and i haven't seen much of a physical game at either she hasn't won any hohs she hasn't won any wild cards she hasn't won any vetoes so honestly kind of a disappointment right now but Maybe that's a part of her strategy, and maybe she's going to blossom at the end. I don't know, but I guess I just had higher hopes for her.
0: Yeah, me too. It really is disappointing because I was really rooting for her. Um, I was too. But, I mean, it's so ridiculous. Some of these people, like... I feel like I don't know. Maybe just being in a house, it really just messes with you. Like Brent, for example, like how delusional he was. How he He was—he really was though. He thought he was dominating the house strategically. He's like, "Yeah, please don't use the veto at all." Like he wasn't even trying to get it to be used on him. Like, please don't use it. Our our plan will unfold. And then he had a unanimous. Imagine how much that hurt him—a unanimous vote against (sighs) him.
1: I wonder if anyone genuinely told him beforehand, like, hey, just to let you know. Whitney tried. Of-
0: Whitney tried to. And, and, and in the in the, less, in the least direct way possible, Whitney tried to. And he was like, nah, no way. Nah, I'm staying. I'm chilling. Like, I'm just so they, good at this literally, game. Literally, I don't
1: know what it is. I, clearly, those people I don't think are real BB fans. Not at all. And then you got Frenchie, who just completely screwed up his HOH. First of all, let's talk about that. He said no... Women on the block and no POC. And then his
0: only Who two nominees on the block? are a woman and a POC.
1: Like what?
0: Because he I liked don't Brent. Because he liked Brent. But like, why not put up Travis? Because I... it wasn't a backdoor. Because Travis was in the, the because veto remember comp.
1: he promised Travis oh, safety. Because so remember be they walked in as the four. Oh,
0: true. But right. like, that's so stupid. He he was just so dumb playing it way hard off the bat. Promise he promised safety really to like every single person. Like literally, when you're the first week Hoh. All he had it made for him, all he had to do he was, really did. was stick with this Slaughterhouse Alliance, be honest with them, build trust with them, and then take out two people that weren't in that alliance. But instead, mm-hmm. he waited to build the alliance until after the nominations, where half of the people in the alliance were on the block. And it... Or wasn't the whole alliance on the block? Both Kylan and Alyssa in the slaughterhouse? I don't even know who was in the slaughterhouse because it was so messy. Mm-hmm. Everyone was in it at one point, I feel like.
1: Kylan and Alyssa, yeah, we're both in So his
0: two initial nominees were in this huge alliance, quote-unquote, that I say in quotes because it wasn't very much of a real alliance. But, like, <laughs> had he really played his cards right, he could have been in the best position in the game and instead he was out week two because of how stupid he was.
1: I do really like how he did end up you know, Travis did go home, and I feel like that's not – he had good intentions where uh, – I'm, I'm eating my words. But basically what I'm saying is he wanted a big threat to go home, a big jock, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, after the veto, Travis went home, and I feel like that kind of really set the tone for the season because first he got Travis, mm-hmm. and then he got Frenchie out, and then he got Brent. Those are three strong males that yeah. were – you know, I feel like but that kind of set is, the tone for the season. Exactly, and that, so and
0: I mean, I, I get what he was trying to go for, but it wasn't really the result. Like, it's not the result that matters. It's like the way that you got to the result. You know what I mean? Like, right. Just because the math, just because you got the right answer, doesn't mean your work is correct. So, like, right? If the work was wrong, which it clearly was, he just messed up so bad. No one saw him as trustworthy. Tiffany wanted to ride or die with him. Like, she seemed like she was like down with him at first, but just by his horrible behavior. She was like, no, he's, he's gotta go. And she got him out, so good for her. Mm-hmm. Also, let me say, Kyland. I don't know how you think of him, but I just find him so irrelevant. Like, he had a whole I th- HOH. I was train. gonna say
1: he's boring. He was he's he was on the block. To me.
0: He was in he's in multiple alliances. He won an HOH. You would think he'd be one of the most main characters, quote unquote, in the house, but he's not at all. Like,
1: I think he's so honestly. <sighs> I think my view on this cast is I actually do think that they're going to be rememberable. Mm-hmm. Because you got Frenchie, very memorable. You got Brent, very memorable. You got even just everyone in the cast except for, I think, Kylan. I really like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, I just, he's so boring to me. I don't feel like he really adds anything to the show.
0: yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I think we've got some good combo in. I think we should move into our power rankings. So, this is what me and Champagne put together together, but I honestly disagree with a lot of this, actually looking at this now. Or only one of them I really disagree with. But this is who... Okay,
1: what is that one?
0: So, I disagree with our number five slot, which you were really diehard for. So... We'll see, we'll see. So, our number five slot, this is what Champagne really wanted, was Derek F. So, Derek F., he's in the um, the cookout, but otherwise, I don't really see how he's playing a very good game. It seems like people aren't really vibing with socially, him Socially. Mm. Socially.
1: He's a comedian. I see on the live feeds, he's always talking to everyone. He's making everyone laugh. He has a good social game. He really does. I think, physically, he's not going to win any comps, therefore... He's on nobody's radar.
0: I think Derek X has a much better chance of winning. I see Derek Derek X. He's in a
1: flirt mance with Hannah, and I think they would probably take out Derek X before they would take out Hannah. And girls have more power in this game because there's more girls than there are guys. So I feel like if they were to split up a Hannah or a Derek X, they'd go for Derek X first because they want to keep the girls intact.
0: I don't know. I just think Derek X, yeah, he's had a couple comp wins under his belt and that could make him a threat. But I just think in the long run, if we're thinking of who's going to win, I personally think Derek...
1: Wait, when has he had comp wins? Um,
0: he won two vetoes, Derek X. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, no, Derek, at, F, yeah, Derek, X. Derek X. Yeah, Derek X. Derek X has had two comp wins um, where...
1: I think he'll be seen as a big threat. I really do. I just think
0: he's lined up better than Derek F is in terms of alliances where Derek F is aligned with the cookout, which doesn't seem to be that actually tight-knit of a group, whereas Derek X managed to get into an alliance that was made up of two other teams, and he's the odd one out. The fact that he was able to even get into that alliance shows that he is proving to be a trustworthy person. So that's why, that's honestly, that's our tide right now. Champagne's pick number five is Derek F. I think mine is Derek X. But otherwise, our picks are the same. So moving to number four on the power rankings... Xavier. So yes. Xavier, he was both of our our winner picks going into this. Our for our male winner pick, and he's aligned pretty well. He is I think he's in, aligned very well. Yeah, he's aligned with both the cookout and the um, royal flush, but I the reason he's not in the top three, in my opinion personally, is I think he. There's just other people out there that are better, better aligned than him, and I think that he already has a little bit of a target on his back. I for think one, so too. being in the Kings, and two, his HOH from last week.
1: See, being in the Kings, they will hundred percent target Christian and Alyssa before they will ever target. Xavier. Um, I don't think is on anyone's radar. I think he's very well aligned. I think he will go very far, but I think no one's going to want to take him to the end because he could simply just win. So I feel like they might cut him off at final four.
0: Yeah, I agree. Okay, moving next, we have number three, we have Hannah here. So although Hannah is a pretty big threat Potentially, Um, as Champagne said earlier, she thinks that they would take out Derek X first, so that's why she's higher up than him, and she is clearly very smart. I think her only issue between winning is managing her threat level because as we're seeing this week she has a really high threat level so and sarah beth is
1: gunning for her and Alyssa. so she has people gunning for her but i think she's very persuasive and she's very smart and i feel like she has a very good read on the game so i feel Mm -hmm. like if she can gain power
0: that's what i was gonna say i
1: think she could absolutely dominate and i think she's had a very good social game i think she has pretty good relationships with pretty much everyone in the house
0: yeah, like if she were to win an HOH, she said preseason that she would want to think about how she could use the HOH to propel her forward in the game rather than just to get out a threat. So right. I think that that's the best way to look at an HOH and the fact that she has it in her mind. I think if she wins an HOH sometime soon, she'll be able to leverage that to get power after she's not HOH anymore, which I really think is going to benefit her in the long run. I agree next in our second place in our power rankings we got claire so me and champagne both love claire yes she's a big brother super fan i think the fact that she is a reality tv super fan in general and not just big brother i think she'll be able to use tactics from all kinds of strategy that she loves from those different shows like she has seen all the survivor seasons She's seen all the other seasons and she watches the challenge as well. So, if you can combine the gameplay from all of those shows, that's and basically the us. That you, have, you
1: realize that. Yeah. That's literally Clara's yeah. us. So, Claire's obviously, us, we're going to root win. for us.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the narcissist in me thinks that I yes. could totally win. So, Claire should be number one, honestly. But Clara is not number one. You know why? Because, because the there is house, a
1: mastermind behind. There is a strategic.
0: Yes, it's Tiffany. She is dominating this game in my hundred
1: percent. A hundred percent.
0: Like, I saw someone on Twitter who's like a really intense live feeder had like their like predictions for who would nominate, who each house guest would nominate if they were to win HOH next week and not a single one had Tiffany on it. Every other house guest was named besides Tiffany. That's impressive. The fact that she's so well aligned and nobody's looking at her as a threat right now is crazy. And I think, as I said earlier, she's playing one of the best modern games in Big Brother history mm-hmm. and I think I would not be surprised at all if she took it all the way home.
1: I don't think she's really going to touch the block in a couple weeks unless she slips up. I think she's not going to go on the block because she's not going to be anyone's target. And I don't think anyone's going to put her up as a pawn. So I really don't see Tiffany touching the block for at least a few weeks now. But she's has two main alliances. She has really good ties. And I think Tiffany would be the one to kind of go after Aza if the cookout were to break up, and I think she'd have the backup of Claire, and I think she'd have the backup of a couple other people, just because of how good her social game is. So I think Tiffany can definitely use Claire for when she needs to get rid of Aza in the cookout. I think she could definitely you know, use Claire to her Here's a little bit of a prediction advantage. that I
0: have. Maybe this is a little bit of a bold prediction going against what you just said. I think if Tiffany was smart, she would take Aza to the end with her. Aza has no chance of winning, in my opinion. The way well, it's she, so she, early like,
1: in the game.
0: Unless she's against Brittany in the final two, I don't think Aza can win. Um, so I think if Tiffany was smart, because she has that close relationship with Aza, you know what I mean? You saw that that clip that they had where they were like crying, fake crying yes. to each other. Yes. I think that Tiffany... If she's smart, could use Oz to get her further in the game. I don't know exactly. You're the feeder. I'm not. But just from what I've seen, right. I think that that could be a smart move. I'm not saying she will do that, but I think that could be a smart, um, a smart thing for Tiffany to do to get to the end and win.
1: She's just very, very logical. Everything Tiffany mm-hmm. does has a purpose, and it tends to work out very, very well. I feel like everyone sees Tiffany as this mother figure. And mind you, Tiffany is the oldest one in the house. She's... 40 years old which is relatively very young compared to we've seen grandparents on here you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. the fact that 40 years old is the oldest person here and the fact that she's the oldest house guest and she's made all of these friendships and alliances like just goes to show how well people really trust tiffany i think tiffany's gonna go very very far
0: i agree All right, you guys. Well, that wraps up our July Big 23 Power Rankings. So let us know what you thought about our rankings and who you want to win.
1: And we have a lot of content coming your way. So make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what we've made so far, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with your feedback. Just don't rate us a one star. And we love (laughs) hearing from you guys.
0: Yeah, so you guys can find me on TikTok at LOLLATH and Champagne at all things reality. If you guys have any requests or comments, shoot us an email at allthingsrealitypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week with another episode.